0: Welcome to the Introverted Influencer Podcast. I'm your host, Erica Van Slyke. My soul's mission on this planet is to help fellow introverts grow their online influence in a state of feminine flow and ease. While battling the woes of depression, anxiety, and even mom guilt, I've somehow managed to build a six figure blog without the use of social media and without sacrificing my mental health. If I can do it, you can fucking too. Welcome back to episode 28 of the Introverted Influencer Podcast. Thank you so much for tuning in this week, and I hope that you are finding value in these little wisdom drops that I do my very best to share on a weekly basis. It is so hard for me to believe this, y'all, but I just realized that next week will mark seven months of podcasting. And guess what? I still haven't found my comfort zone with it at all. I still hate my voice and I find myself procrastinating every time I get ready to sit down and record these episodes. But I just feel super called to keep going on and showing up in hopes that by me sharing my unorthodox perspectives on business and life, that I can just inspire one person to go about things differently in a way that feels better to them. Or at the very least, just to give someone that me too sort of moment where you know you're not the only one that feels the way you do. You're not broken or weird or lazy if the status quo approach to success doesn't resonate with you. I'm right here with you. And if there is a topic you would like me to cover, please don't be a stranger. DM me on Instagram at Designing Vibes and let me know how I can better serve you. Okay, so in last week's episode, I mentioned how my blog fell victim to a Pinterest algorithm update a few months ago. And I'm not gonna lie, being the self-proclaimed Pinterest queen that I am, Pinterest has just always been my jam and I have taken great pride in my success with it. Not to mention, Pinterest creates a significant amount of traffic to my blog, which is responsible for a large chunk of my revenue. So you can only imagine how much it threw me off my game when a pillar of my business just felt like it was crumbling right before my eyes, right after this very unfavorable update was unleashed on me by the Pinterest gods. I know I'm not the only one, but couldn't help but take it personally. But I think that if the stakes were lower when all of this happened, I might not have spun into such a panic spiral. And I, like to, I would like to think that I would have recovered from the hit much faster, but the timing and all, all this, it was pretty epic to say the least. So the month this update hit was the same month I moved into my new lake house. So it was literally the first month I was responsible for a significantly higher mortgage. And the month prior, I had just come out on this podcast and essentially allowed myself to be seen as an expert on the topic of blogging. Now, What makes this a significant part of today's message and not just a pity party is that these two actions I had just taken, trusting myself and my business to sustain such a hefty responsibility, such a hefty financial burden, and stepping through the vulnerability and embracing what it took for me to finally get over or not get over, because I'm not over it, but walk through my fear of public speaking. And not only that, to actually have enough confidence in myself to show up in front of others as something more than just what was my comfort zone as a decorator and DIYer. These actions were essentially me walking through my biggest blocks and pain points. Number one, my biggest block since I have started this business is that the rug would be pulled out from under me with my success. And I think a lot of that has to do with blogging and influencing is just it's such a new industry and there's not a lot to compare it to that and the programming I received when I was a kid and I'm sure most of us have the whole idea of the starving artist so you can't make money doing what you love or being creative. You've got to basically be miserable to make money and do something respectable, like, you know, be an attorney or a doctor. And so I think that is, those are the two driving forces that have I've really had to work through. But more than that, in terms of me stepping through my fear of speaking and coming out as something other than a DIY blogger was, (laughs) it's really funny because I, for, I don't know, the past like two and a half years, I just felt this calling that I needed to, to serve women on a deeper level more than was capable on my blog. And I had been kind of waiting on someone to anoint me per se and say, okay, you're worthy. You're finally worthy. Worthy. You can position yourself as an expert on life or business or whatever. And that didn't feel good. And so I finally took the bull by the horns and came out with this podcast. But I had this crazy fear This is why it's taken me over two years to finally do this. Is um, God, why do I like to jinx myself? (laughs) That's how powerful we are, y'all. We can jinx ourselves. So I had this fear that if, as soon as I did come out and try to help women, creatives with their business, I was afraid that something bad would happen with my business and then I would be seen as a fraud. (laughs) So you can blatantly see how crazy all of this was to go down once I finally stepped through my fears. And because I have been studying energetics for quite some time now, Deep down in my core, I knew, because this was just so enmeshed with my fears and my blocks and then the actual actions that I was taking, I knew it had to be some sort of test from the universe deep down in my knower, but then in my fearful ego over over analytical, like fight or flight brain, I just kind of succumbed and got really reactive. So essentially I kind of handed over my power and started looking for answers outside of myself, which is leading me to the next layer of this lesson. So bear with me as I'm trying to articulate all this, but it's like for a moment with the stakes immediately higher before The algorithm had even hit me because basically in February, a month before, our house was already under contract and I had already launched this podcast. So a month before this Pinterest thing went down, I had already began to take on this next level pressure. And I somehow forgot who I was and all that I've learned about flow and ease, everything that I try to teach. And there was this underlying energy that I didn't realize I was projecting. But it felt something like, okay, I'm this next level person Now with this next level house and a next level label and a next level purpose and mission. So I have to prove my worthiness by doing more. In fact, when I started my podcast, I believe it was like the first or second episode. And I straight up disclosed to y'all that I was only working like seven hours a week and generating a six-figure income. That's not the case now. But um I was really in flow then and I thought I had worked through a shadow of mine which is lazy and even undeserving of my success because it had been so flowy. Um, I thought I'd worked through that. I really had or I wouldn't have come out on this podcast and said that but obviously there was still some yucky stuff brewing under the surface that I wasn't even conscious of but essentially how energetics and manifestation work. We can speak positive things. We can consciously try to manipulate our thoughts in a positive, abundant way. But the universe doesn't care about words. It doesn't respond to words. It only responds to the actual energy and vibe you emit. So, while I wasn't fully conscious of it at the time, hide and sight is always 2020. I was telling the universe that what I was currently doing was not enough. And add in a little bit of self sabotage with the whole I'm not worthy, I haven't maybe worked hard enough or suffered enough. And so that's what I admitted. And then that's what the universe gave me. (laughs) And this is the funny thing. What makes it just all the more obvious that what has happened is completely freaking energetic. Is that ever since I have been in business, my reach And my revenue has exponentially grown each year. And that's really unheard of, but it's because in my heart, I knew and believed that as long as I showed up consistently and shared my gifts, that that was enough. And I had done a lot of mindset work too. So when I, Believed what I was doing was enough. And I radiated that out into the world. My results reflected that. But when I got super antsy and put a lot of unnecessary pressure on myself and kind of freaked out, it was more of a vibe of urgency. I had to grow faster, be more, That's subconsciously what I was radiating. And so the universe saw it as, you know, yeah, okay. Well, if you're not enough, if it's not happening fast enough, that's what you're emitting, then that's what I'm going to show you. (laughs) So that is how I believe I ultimately manifested one of my biggest fears through this jolting Pinterest update. But wait, it gets better. <laughs> There's more to this lesson, another layer. So what really solidified this lesson for me even more on a deeper level, so when I was in super fix-it mode, reactive mode, urgent, I I became hell-bent on turning all this around. And I got desperate, and I did something that I always preach against. I started looking for answers outside of me. I started to poke and prod around in my blogging community groups that I'm in. And I was carrying this vibe that, gosh, everyone else they must know the answer. They must have the winning strategy that I don't know about. So I started asking other bloggers who were still having success with Pinterest after after the whole incident to share some of their strategy and some of their tips. And using only my logical, egoic brain, I was assuming that there would be some really clear practical approach used by all of the people that were having success. But to my surprise, everyone had something different to say. One person said, don't pin as much. Another person said, you need to be pinning more. Another said, don't ever do idea pins. And then Someone else chimed in, oh, I do I dip ends like every day and I've grown so much, la, 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 la. But ultimately, I could find no discernible winning path. It was like there was no rhyme or reason. And that's when it hit me. <laughs> this wasn't about logic or strategy or working harder. It was about mindset. The people that were thriving and growing on this finicky ass platform did so because they held the assumption that what they were doing, more idea pins, no idea pins, was the winning strategy. They executed their practical, logical actions with an energy of hopeful expectancy. Not, I'll never figure this out. I don't know what I'm doing. No. They did it from a place of, I've got this. I'll figure this out. Pinterest loves me. Those sort of vibes. So... All of this long-winded Pinterest venting just to say no matter what goals you are pursuing in life right now, do not get caught up in the how. Your job is not the how. Your job is the why. It's not about strategy. It's about energy. If you emit the energy of deservingness, passion, fun, non-attachment to outcomes, but some hopeful expectancy, you will have way more success than the person with the most complex strategy who deep down doesn't believe they can or that they deserve to be successful. Stop convoluting the process by discrediting your own innate knowledge and assuming that everyone else has the answers, that there must be something you're missing here. What feels sustainable, fun, inspiring, doable to you? That is your strategy, baby. Keep showing up and doing what works for you and trust it will be enough. Thank you so much for stopping by this week. I make no money from these podcasts. So the best way you can support this show is by leaving me a five-star review on whatever podcast platform you use or by sharing it with a friend or by screenshotting this episode on your phone uploading it to your Insta story and tagging me in it at Designing Vibes. Sending you my love.